Many of you know I have a trusty sidekick. I have Hattie the dog. She's with me at Cafe Church and sometimes questions of life and she's fantastic. But a few months ago I had this insane thought. I thought, wouldn't it be great to get another one? So just recently Winnie has come to live in our household. Winnie is 10 weeks old. She's a cockapoo just like Hattie and she is mad. She's full of energy. She's full of mischief. She's full of love. It is just really fun having a puppy around. I'd forgotten how much hard work they are. I'd forgotten how they eat everything that you can't leave anything out. But it's been absolutely wonderful. And one of the reasons that I wanted to get another dog for Hattie was that she suffers from separation anxiety. So if I leave her at home on her own or if I leave her in the office, she just barks the place down. She gets really, really upset. And I thought, wouldn't it be good for her to have some company? Wouldn't it be really good that she didn't feel isolated and alone, but had someone else there with her? And so that is why Winnie came to live with us. And when Winnie first turned up, Hattie initially looked a little bit suspiciously at her. And then there was just this joy and this delight that we had brought someone just like her, one of her kind, to live with us. You know, she'd had to put up with two adults and a mangy old cat and now she had another cockapoo and there was this excitement and so they play together they fight together they run around the house together they do lots of mad things they sleep on my bed together they are inseparable they have this bond that yeah we get each other and we're into everything together and it reminded me of this need that we have as a human race to be connected this need that we have to have other people with us journeying through life people that we can be joyful with people that we can mourn with people that we can support people that we can walk with people that we can have fun with people that we carry it's so important that we're not isolated and alone particularly in this time of covid and the crisis and just the damage that it's doing to many of our mental health more than ever, we need people around us. We need to be a community that supports, loves, and encourages one another. And I want to read us some words from Hebrews. These are words that we'll be probably familiar with. Hebrews chapter 10, 24 to 25, and it says this. And let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another all the more as you see the day approaching. Now from this there are just three things that I want to uh, challenge us to think about doing today, tomorrow, in this week ahead. The first thing is it talks about spurring one another on. And my question is who can we spur on today? Who do we know that's struggling? Who do we know that is just feeling the weight of pressure and everything else that is going on around them? Who can we say, come on you can do this, I've got your back, I'm praying for you. Who can we spur on today? I'm reminded of the story from the Sydney Olympic Games. Eric the Eel was a swimmer from Equatorial Guinea and uh, he came from a country where they didn't have the facilities that we do to train. And so he hadn't trained in a full-size swimming pool and he hadn't actually swum the distance that he was going to swim in the race. And there are these iconic pictures of him on his own in the pool swimming. And you get to the point where he turns to go down the home straight you think he's not going to make it. He's like bobbing up and down and you think, oh my life, he's not going to make it. 
and something incredible happens. The crowd rises to its feet and it roars on. It's encouragement. He hears it. And he says at the end of the race, I want to thank the crowd because it was their cheers that spurred me on and got me through this race. You know, rather than laughing at him saying, oh my life, we have never seen a race this bad. The crowd were like, come on, you can do this. And as one rose together and cheered him home. Who do we know that's struggling? Who can we be a cheerleader for? Who can we spur on? So the first thing I want to challenge us to do, can we spur somebody on today? Second thing the passage talks about is not giving up meetings together. Now this is a little bit harder for us in these COVID times, but I want to encourage us, who can you make contact with? Maybe it's via Zoom or FaceTime. Maybe you can go out for a walk. Maybe you can meet somebody at one of our live streams behind a mask. Yeah, there's something really important about human contact. Not just a text message, not just an email, but seeing somebody, seeing their expressions, hearing their tone of voice. Who can we meet up with in this week ahead in a secure and right way? Third thing the passage says is that we should encourage each other. There's something really affirming and life-giving when somebody else encourages us. Whether they say, you did that really well, or you're coping really well with this, or you look great, or that was great, or do you know what? I think you're brilliant. Keep going for it. Who are the people that we can speak words of encouragement, that we can just build up and give life to today and in this week ahead? You know, we love it when people encourage us. There's a sense of, oh, that's great and we're built up. Who can we do that to? Who can we encourage? So three things to challenge us to do. Who can we spur on? Who can we meet up with? Who can we encourage? And it may be that we want to just pause now and say, God, today and in this week ahead, would you bring people into my life that I can do that with? And would you empower me by your Holy Spirit to say and to be and to do all of those things that you would have me say and be and do in those situations?